Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go back to the book of 1 Kings chapter number 12. In this passage, there's a lot I could say. There's a whole lot. But I'm just keying in on one statement in verse 28. If you know the history here, Rehoboam and Jeroboam have split the kingdom of Israel. Rehoboam uh, has uh, went and asked the older men about some advice about taxes. And they said, you need to ease the tax burden. And then he went to the younger men and they advised him, you ought to tax them even more. And when he did that, he listened to the younger men and he did that. The Bible teaches us the people revolted and divided and they made Jeroboam their king. And in verse 27, Jeroboam gets afraid that the people would go back down to Jerusalem. He said, if this people go up to do sacrifice in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then shall the heart of this people turn again unto their Lord, even unto Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they'll kill me, and, and they'll go back to Rehoboam. And so he said, he, the Bible said he took counsel, in verse 28, made two calves of gold, and said unto them, it is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Behold thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And so... They set those calves up in Dan and in Bethel. And when they did that, they began to worship at a convenient location. They took a shortcut. They started serving God without sacrifice. They started serving God without um, cost. They wanted something convenient. And there's just no way to, to serve God conveniently. And not many people are willing to sacrifice today. And I said on the last podcast, I talked about how we've just got everything at our fingertips. I mean, you don't even have to go to the grocery store anymore. You can click a few buttons online. Walmart will bring it right to your door. Click a few buttons online. Amazon will send it right to your door. And we are living in such a convenient world that that has spilled over into the church. And we talked about that on the last podcast, how we want a church that suits us. And there's three things in this passage that leads to um, this convenient attitude. And the first thing I mentioned on the last podcast was carnality. They were carnal. They split. They had a division. The Bible teaches us that, that envy, strife, and division comes from carnality. That's in 1 Corinthians 3 and verse number 3. And the average Baptist is so filled up with the world and so filled up with the pleasures of this world We've become so carnal that that has spilled over in our churches where we have all types of so-called worship, um, and yet there's not any power. A form of godliness, but no power. The average Baptist has no time for God. The average Christian has no time for God. That's just not convenient. Preacher, why did you... Schedule soul winning. Why did you schedule another revival meeting? Why did you schedule this? I, I've got this and I've got that. And my children have this and my wife has that. And we've pushed God out of our lives. It's amazing we can waste 10 to 20 hours watching television, but we can't give God two hours a, uh, to go out and knock on doors. 
We can waste money on pleasures and possessions that are going to quickly fade away, but we begrudge giving tithes or missions or special offerings. That will never pass away. You know why? Carnality. I'm not talking about the lost world. I'm talking about the church world. I'm talking about saved people. How often do you think about God during the day? How many times do you lay down at night and say, Oh man, I forgot to pray today. I forgot to read my Bible today. How many folks have we witnessed to over the last month? You know why we don't? Because our minds are on this world. Our minds are on thinking about today and not eternity. You know, the Bible has a lot to say about a carnal mind. The Bible said in Romans 8, verse 6, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity, warfare against God, for it is subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. If you're living after the flesh, you cannot please God. Bible said in Galatians 6, 8, For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. James 4, 4, Friendship with the world is enmity with God. Philippians 3, 18, For many walk of whom I've told you often, now tell you even weeping, their enemies are the cross of Christ. Why? Because their end is destruction. Their God is their belly. In other words, they're all about earthly things. They're just about this world. 1 Timothy 5, 6 says, But she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. I could go on and on and on. Men shall be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Lovers of their own selves. It's unbelievable how, how far the church has come. 1 Peter 2, 11, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust, which war against the soul. And one that I quote often, 1 John 2, 15, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. You see, it goes on and on, this carnal mindset that has caused division. We're to set our affection on things above. We're to have the mind of Christ, according to Philippians 2. It, it, we've got to get back to this sacrificial life. Carnal people want to serve God out of convenience. And this generation here of Jeroboam and Rehoboam, they were divided. They were carnal. They were childish. The second thing I see is not only carnal people, but the second cause of this division and the cause of this convenient religion was compromising preachers. Now, Jeroboam was not a preacher, but he was the one that led Israel. He was the one that led Israel in their worship. He was the king. Rehoboam led the southern kingdom and uh, Jeroboam the northern kingdom. I, I believe he can picture for us a leader, a pastor, even a dad, a patriarch of a family. Carnal people affect their leaders. That's the problem with our preachers today. The only way Jeroboam could keep the carnal people together was through compromise. And I think we're seeing that in the church today. I'm not talking about your church or my church where we attend. I'm talking about the church as a whole. Carnality, 
in the people has led to compromise in the pulpit. Because the church is made up of imperfect people. We know that. But that's why God gave, gives us a preacher. That's why God gave you a man of God to lead the church, to be the overseer, to take the oversight, to preach the word of God without fear and without favor. God put me in the ministry to preach the word of God to all of us that are prone to carnality. We need preaching. But Jeroboam decided he would keep the group together by compromise. And there's temporary success in compromise. If you look at verse 25 of uh, 1 Kings 12, then Jeroboam, Jeroboam built Shechem uh, in Mount Ephraim and dwelt therein and went out from thence and built Penuel. And Jeroboam said unto his heart, Now shall the kingdom return to the house of David. There's some, uh, there's some temporary success in compromise. Oh, yeah, that church will grow for a while. It, you know, that church will grow for a while, but it's only temporary. You can build a church and a crowd with carnal things for a while. You can build a crowd on singings, flattery, worldly promotions, carnal entertainment, shallow preaching, ear-tickling messages. It won't last. The only way to build something that will stand and last is through the Word of God. The storms can be endured by the word of god and if you build on the word of god you're going to have opposition but i read this years ago it said the doors of success swing on the hinges of opposition <laughs> it's pretty good to do everything to do anything for god you're going to have to overcome opposition and in verse 26 and 27 jeroboam became afraid of the people and he was afraid that they would go back to jerusalem so he compromised let me just say it like this. He was more afraid of losing the crowd than to do what was right. He was afraid to disturb the waters. He was afraid to make waves. So he just smoothed it over. And you write this down. Following the lines of least resistance make crooked rivers and crooked preachers. Because in verse 28, he compromised. He made two calves of gold, put one in Dan, put one uh, in Bethel, just 10 to 15 miles away. He made his own gods. He made his own religious sanctuary. He ordained his own priest. He sacrificed his own sacrifices. In other words, he did it his way. And that's the problem in our churches today. We're doing it our way instead of doing it God's way. And in verse number 30, the Bible says this, and this thing became a sin for the people went to worship before the one even unto Dan. This thing became a sin. Oh, how we need to hear that. When you start doing it your way, it becomes a sin. Now, we may not have made a golden calf, but we've got our other gods. People allow their friends to keep them from the will of God. They allow pleasures. They allow their jobs. They allow money. They allow recreation. They allow sometimes family to come in between them and God. Oh, no, we've not built a heathen sanctuary, but many of us will let anything keep us out of church. I'm not talking about the lost. The lost aren't going to come to church. I'm talking about saved children of God leaders in the church 
that don't attend faithfully, that don't get involved, that don't worship, that don't give, that never get in the altar. You might as well build a heathen sanctuary if you come into the house of God with the wrong motive because God sees the heart. No, we've not ordained a heathen priest, but we'll backbite, we'll degrade, we'll cuss each other and criticize each other and fight each other and gossip against each other and slander the church and the man of God. That's Baptist I know. You say, preacher, you're talking awful bad about the Baptist. I'm telling you, my friend, we've got a carnal generation. And if you're not careful, man of God, if you're listening and you're a preacher, if you're not careful, you'll compromise. No, we've not offered up a heathen sacrifice, but the problem is we're not sacrificing at all. When's the last time we prayed all night? When's the last time we made an effort to win a soul? How many times do we come to church but complain about how tired we are to be there? How many times do we begrudge giving tithes and offerings? How many times do we knock on the door but would rather be fishing or hunting or golfing or shopping? Why? Carnally minded. And that is producing compromising preachers. Now, I don't want you to miss the next podcast. We're going to give the last thing on the next podcast. I'm just trying to tell us today truth, treasures of truth. There is no convenient way to serve God. It costs something to serve God. Today, it'll cost you something, but it's right. Go out and be salt and light. The world needs you. If you're listening to this in the evening, why don't you say tomorrow, I'm going to get up, I'm going to pray, I'm going to read my Bible, I'm going to get filled with the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to be willing to lay my life down a living sacrifice so that the salt and light get into this world. Until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.